Happy Monday, everybody. Todd Houghton here from Houghton Physical Therapy. I've been a physical therapist for over 20 years, almost 25, and I'm passionate about helping people to get the results that they want by treating the cause of the symptom and not the result of the symptom. So here we go, one of my favorite topics. The reason why I had this talk tonight was over the past uh, two weeks, I've had three, one, two, three young people under the age of 18 that have pitcher's elbow. Absolutely crazy, the incidents that I see of these three in the last couple of weeks. What is pitcher's elbow? Well, it's known as medial, so we have medial, which is the inside and the lateral. Medial epicondyle, which is the bone on the side, apophysitis, or it's otherwise known as inside elbow pain, and it's caused from an overuse or repetitive motion. What are the symptoms? You might see pain, swelling on the inside of the elbow that limits the ability to throw the ball or to do anything, to do any type of throwing motion. What are the risk factors? Very common between the ages of 9 to 14, if a pitcher has a high pitch count, which would be more than 75 pitches in a game, uh, over a thousand pitches for a season, really important to keep that pitch count, um, keep that going. By throwing curveball or breaking pitches, having poor mechanics or just bad teachers. Or, oh, it's the way we've always done it, so I'm going to keep doing it that way. So what are professionals, or if you read online, what are they going to tell you is wrong? Well, they're going to tell you it's an elbow problem with shoulder weakness, or a shoulder weakness causing an elbow problem. Wrong! No, that is not the problem. In my opinion, of course. Correctly stated, it is a core weakness issue, neck, upper back, shoulder issue, that is resulting in shoulder or elbow pain, in this case, pitcher's elbow. So what's a typical treatment that drives me completely crazy is, oh, let's give you some wrist and elbow stretches, let's massage, let's do some dry needling, let's do some Graston, all really good things, some shoulder rotator cuff strengthening exercises, and maybe some core work at the last. Again, this may be all the correct things, but it's just in the wrong sequence. So this will not work, treating the symptom of a bigger problem, it's missed time and time again. Drives me absolutely crazy. So my take on the cause is, so what's the problem? Well, I can tell you with 100% certainty, the problem is the result of something higher up the chain. 100%. Is it the wrist? Nope. Is it the elbow? Nope. Is it the shoulder? Nope. Well, what is it then? Ah, is it the neck? Yes. I find with 100% certainty, all the throwing issues are related to an issue with the cervical spine or otherwise the neck. And it's a neck stability issue, or it's a thoracic spine, which is the mid-back. Um, it's a mid-back mobility issue. So where do we start? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to give you just a little bit of education. We talk about, I talk about a lot about the fuse box. So I'm gonna break that down. In your house, a fuse box is the mainframe in your house, and what does it do? It powers all the plugs in the house. If we have a bad plug in the house, or if we have a pinch line, or if there's a, um, there's a problem with the wire, we're gonna lose power. We're not gonna have, we might have a little bit of power, the lights might dim, there might be a few other things. 
So the body's fuse box is, the body has nerves instead of the wires. And the nerves do basically three things. First thing, they tell you where this pain is. Second thing, they tell you where the sensation of this numbness or tingling in your fingers, which is very common with pitcher's elbow. And they also give juice and power to the muscles to work. So what does the fuse box of the body do again? It powers all the plugs. So for our explanation purposes, I'm going to talk about the plugs being the shoulder, the elbow, and the wrist. The fuse box are going to refer to the neck, anything along the spine, meaning the abdominals, the low back, the abdominal muscles, the core, the glutes, and the low back. <clears throat> when the fuse box is turned on and the body is in good alignment, it will have no pain, no numbness or tingling, and normal strength to all the plugs, whether it's the shoulder, the elbow, or the wrist. If the only reason we lose power is when we slouch. When we slouch or have bad posture, have a head forward, shoulders come rounded, what happens? Then the nerves get a little bit pinched and we can get pain, numbness, or um, weakness in a different body part. So two things. We're going to talk about the body, number one, as an engineering structure. When the body is in proper alignment, the head is over the neck, which is over the shoulders and all the way down. Everything needs to be stacked properly with good posture in order for all the electrical structures to work, meaning the nerves that we just talked about. So the body is an electrical structure, powers all the plugs, like we talked about, the upper body, shoulder, elbow, wrist, hand. Pain, sensation, juice to the muscles to work. So what am I going to do for a physical therapy treatment if you come to see me? Because I hope you do. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to find your starting point. I'm going to check the stabilizing muscles in your neck to make sure that it's able to support your, your spine to keep it stacked in the right order to allow the nerves to do their jobs. Then I'm going to show you some muscles to activate those neck muscles to keep the posture in there after I assess where you are. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to work on your upper back or your thoracic spine mobility because the upper back thoracic spine accounts for 30% of shoulder motion. If this doesn't work, the shoulder can't work right either. When the upper back moves good, which is well from here to here, your upper back, it allows the neck to be a stability piece and give all the power to the arms to work well. I'm also going to work the scapular depressors. The scapula is your shoulder blade. I'm going to work the scapular depressor muscles, which are your posture muscles for endurance and keep the shoulder in good alignment, which is going to allow the fuse box to stay in good alignment. The next thing after mobility of the mid-back is I'm going to work on strength. I'm going to work on the proper sequencing of motion meaning that we need to address everything proximal to distal. When someone has an elbow, an elbow issue, like pitcher's elbow, they have you do wrist curls and all sorts of things, missing the point, they're working distal. We need to start here to turn everything on, and then we work our way down the chain. So we're going to turn on the fuse box, we're going to address the deep neck flexors, we're going to um, keep the scapular depressors, then we can work, then before we even work the shoulder or the elbow muscles for strength, we're going to work, believe it or not, the glutes, biggest muscle in the body. I feel one of the most important muscles. The low back extensors and the abdominal muscles. Again, everything along the spine, that's what we're going to hit first all the time, no questions. The next thing, <clears throat> after we complete step one, two, and three to make sure they're all set, that's when we start strengthening the full body, and only at that point do we do that. We don't want to violate the normal principles of motion where everything starts from here. 
Every patient that I've treated over the last couple of years with any pitcher's elbow, I never even got to the elbow because I didn't need to because we addressed the issues that needed to be addressed, addressing uh, the cause of them and not the result of the symptoms. So everything should fall into place.